2: Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to Bluenile.com to get 30% off select lab grown diamonds. That's Bluenile.com for 30% off lab grown diamonds. Bluenile.com.
0: Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. All right, let's go read the Bible.
1: Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is?
0: I do. It's late on Sunday.
1: It is. We're late for Sacrilegious Book Club. That's
0: right. Yeah, sorry yeah. guys. Well, we had things going on, so we I'm had not that sorry. a birthday party. Yeah, we had to do our thing. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the podcast comes not first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of first, yeah, but yeah. not last. Not last, definitely far not last. from last.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, what do you want to give us an intro to what we're doing today?
1: Yeah, we are still covering a treasury of Jewish folklore, subtitled "Stories, Traditions, Legends, Humor, Wisdom, and Folk Songs of the Jewish People," edited by Nathan Asubel. Okay. We are still in. Um, the second section, which is heroes, and we are in the subsection wise men. Mm. We have covered wise and learned men, and we are currently in parables.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get in here and start uh, going over this stuff. All righty. All right. <laughs> Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face
2: allergies head on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Our book, um, we should do a little bit of house cleaning. Yeah. And um, just wanted to mention that we are going to be doing our Sunday episode a little bit differently um, after today. Yeah. We had been doing Sacrilegious Book Club every Sunday. Yep. Yep. And what we are going to start doing is we're still covering the same book. But we're going to do it every other week. Yeah. And then on the bye week we're going to actually schedule in our Patreon episode.
0: Right. This is more because we've been neglecting our Patreon episodes that we're supposed to be doing bi-weekly
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we need to kind of schedule it in.
1: We just need it to be less loosey goosey in order to actually follow through on what we promised we're going to do.
0: Yeah, so it's our failing, mm-hmm. but we will still be doing all the things. Just Yes, all the you know, things differently. All the Somewhat. things,
1: the same but different. The
0: same but different, yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So, are we ready to go ahead and start reading then?
1: We are ready to go ahead and start reading then. Let's do that. Okay. So, there were only a couple more parables uh, left of this section, and of those couple, there's only, like, two. So, when I said- Oh.
0: So there's literally two, a couple.
1: No, there's actually, like, five or six parables left, of which only two. Oh. Yeah, I meant couple few, not couple two. Oh, So there's a few left. Got it. Of which I only even vaguely liked two, and they're not my favorites. I just kind of picked them just to...
0: (laughs) What a sell. Stay tuned. (laughs) We're going to do some really fucking boring shit.
1: No, that's not (laughs) what I'm saying. They're just... I liked some of the other ones we've read better, but I didn't want to be like, oh, remember how we didn't finish parables? JK, we're done. I didn't like any others. Okay. So here's like the anticlimactic finish to parables before we um, get into the next little subsection. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So this one is on page 63 and it is entitled The Man and the Angel of Death. Okay. Kind of funny. Yeah. A man was carrying a heavy load of wood on his shoulders. When he grew weary, he let the bundle down and cried bitterly, Oh, death, come and take me.
0: My God, that's a pretty strong reaction to carrying wood. He's like, I'm know? ready
1: to die. Yeah. Immediately, the angel of death appeared and asked, Why do you call me? Frightened, the man answered, Please help me place the load back on my shoulders. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute. That was pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, He's like, JK, JK, JK. Right, yeah. All right. So the next one is on page 63. Wait, is that correct?
0: I thought you just said 63. That
1: was 63. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. The next one is on page 68.
0: Okay. Sorry.
1: I just didn't want to like flip through a lot of pages here, so I wrote them down, but um, I did bad. Got it. And... um, Oh, you know what? That was the only parable I wanted to read. Oh, that was the only parable. Yeah, my bad.
0: So we went from a few to a couple to one. One,
1: one. Got just it. one, yep. <laughs> so now on page 68, we're starting with the ancient art of reasoning.
0: Okay, before, we, but maybe we should stop, you know, badgering the Bible about not being able to count.
1: Hey, shut up. <laughs> <coughs> you are rude.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Okay, so on page 68, the ancient art of reasoning. And there's just like this tiny introduction. Okay. And I just took one little quote from it. The ancient art of raisin- reasoning, blah, 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 blah. I keep wanting to say raisins, and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Sorry. know. Sorry. The Talmudic art of reasoning is frequently applied in humorous tales and anecdotes. Okay. That was the best sentence. That's in the that
0: was the gem for that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Got it. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, they am not that humorous, if I'm being honest. Right, right. Like I said, I've read better. Sure, sure. Okay. So uh, the first one is called, uh, still on page 68, Always Two Possibilities. I thought this one was actually kind of funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this is not uh, an older, like, Bible times one. This is a little bit more recent, but um, it is very indicative of the Jewish situation. Okay. So I that's why I thought I would allow it even though you were wanting to stick to older ones. got it um basically fuck off because yeah. I'm the one reading this book. <laughs> so
0: that was directed to me guys. Yeah, not you yeah. The
1: fuck off husband yeah, not listeners right yes. War was on the horizon. Two students were discussing the situation. Ugh, I hope I'm not called said one. I'm not the type for war. I have the courage of the spirit, but nevertheless, I shrink from it mm. okay. But what is there to be frightened about? asked the other. Let's analyze it. After all, there are two possibilities. And that's the name of this one. Sorry. Okay. Always two possibilities. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Either war will break out or it won't. If it doesn't, there's no cause for alarm. If it does, there are two possibilities either they take you or they don't. If they don't, worry and alarm is needless. And even if they do, there are two possibilities. Either you're given combat duty or non-combat duty. If non-combat, what is there to be worried about? And if combat duty, there are two possibilities. You'll be wounded or you won't be wounded. Now, if you're not wounded, you forget your fears. Yeah. But even if you are wounded, there are two possibilities. (laughs) Either you're wounded gravely or you're wounded slightly. Right. If you're wounded slightly, your fear is nonsensical. Right. And if you're wounded gravely, there are still two possibilities. Still two, yeah. Either you succumb and die, or you don't su- succumb and you live. Very true. You don't die, things are fine. Yeah. And there's no cause for alarm. I
0: mean, unless you're crippled for life. and uh, Even help. at
1: that, but you could, the, the you could other choices, you could have right. died. yeah, sure. So, and, and that's the saying, point of this yeah. whole thing right. as we keep going. Okay. And even if you do die, there are two possibilities. Either you will be buried in a Jewish cemetery or you won't be. Now, if you are buried in a Jewish cemetery, what is there to worry about? And even if you are not, dot, dot, dot. But why be afraid? There may not be any war at all. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that that was funny, but it, it is a really interesting way of examining hardship. Right. Like, really putting it down in black and white. Like, what are you worried about? What's the worst possible thing that could happen? And what's the alternative?
0: Right, right.
1: And, you know, it's it's kind of along the old adage, don't borrow trouble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I really appreciated that, actually. Yeah. So, the next one is on page 73. And it is called A Remedy for Ugliness. Okay. This one hurt my feelings. <laughs> A Talmudic student was engaged to a very ugly girl.
0: Oh, man. His
1: father had forced the match upon him. Mm. He, therefore, took the matter very much to heart and went to talk it over with the rabbi. Really, rabbi, he complained. She's so ugly and she'll make me miserable if I marry her. Wow. My son, use your head, rebuked the rabbi with impatience. Now let's examine the problem at issue. Okay. All right. She's ugly. (laughs) So what? Just answer me. When you're in the house of study all day, will you look at her? No. When you come home for meals, will you look at her while you eat? No. When you go to bed at night, will you look at her in the dark? No. Furthermore, when you are asleep, will you look at her? No. Finally, in your leisure time, will you want to look at her? No. You'll go out for a walk. So I ask. What's all your excitement about? When will you even look at her? What
0: the hell? <laughs> that's such a crap
1: Right. I thing. mean, his, his basically he's saying, you don't have a choice on the matter. You have to marry her. You might as well fucking deal with it. I guess. Get over it. My God. And just, you know, if that's the only thing that is wrong, not that, you know, she's stupid or not that she's a bitch, you know? Right, right. Like, if you are... If you are in a situation where you feel that you are forced into this marriage, it's obligatory. Then, duh, you know her being ugly is not anything you can do anything about.
0: Very true. Very true.
1: So I, I, I liked it, but it still hurt my feelings.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't <laughs> like that. I think that's just. I mean, okay, I don't like forced marriage to begin with, right? And then to just. Have a whole thing about somebody being ugly enough that you can't even. I, don't, I just didn't like it. I mean, it makes was, me uncomfortable. You it know, was kind
1: of ridiculous in that, like, just never look at her. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah, but like that poor woman. Right. You know, like, wow, like, that is shit.
1: Don't let's not even look at it from her perspective. Right. Maybe she right. thinks you're fucking uh, ugly too. Well, and
0: that's part of what we don't like about the Bible. It's very misogynistic and like right. you know, women are basically property type things. So yeah. that story in that sense Mm -hmm. really doesn't strike me well
1: yeah well this is the last one that i took from this and um it's also about ugly people oh wow yeah and that's and that's why i chose it because ugly ones back to back i thought really um bring us something to say yeah so this one's called why scholars have homely wives on page 75 what the fuck (laughs) An inquisitive young Talmudist asked his rabbi, why is it that most pious men and scholars marry homely wives? Is that just their reward? What? Is that their just reward? Is okay. that Yeah, I read All that right. wrong. Yeah. Is that, like, do they deserve that? Even, you know, they're smart. They study hard. And their reward is that they get ugly homely wives? Okay. Ugh. Let me tell you a story, answered the rabbi. A rich man once invited some strangers to dinner. Unluckily, the cook burned the greater part of the roast, so the hostess, out of courtesy, had the good portion served to the guests. The members of the family were given the burned parts to eat. Now, my son, this also holds true with regard to the women apportioned to pious scholars. The Almighty, in his wisdom, created good-looking, amiable girls— as well as homely shrewish girls the pretty ones out of courtesy he allots to the strangers the libertines the homely ones he reserves for the pious scholars who are after all members of his own family wow yeah wow yeah that's that's just (laughs) i don't even know what to say
0: like that's.
1: oh my gosh so, you know, it's because God loves you that your spouse is ugly. Oh, man. If he didn't love you, he would give you a beautiful spouse.
0: Maybe. Maybe they end up with a, you know, whatever. I, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to no. Just I'm right? not even going to comment on that. It's so it's
1: wrong. It's so terrible. It's so bad. It is really bad. Yeah.
0: And besides, everybody, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, like. That's just such bullshit.
1: It's not just in the eye of the beholder, but you could think someone's okay or even somewhat ugly. But the more that you get to know them, the more beautiful they become through you being used to them and you learning to like their personality. Yeah, definitely.
0: I totally agree with that.
1: I just, I mean, I don't know. There's there's some really hot people that are just complete assholes. And, you know, like... I, I will always find them ugly inside. And that, yeah, I know that that is always like, yeah, ugly people say that. But you know what? I've known some pretty people that say that too. Right. My best friend is gorgeous. And I don't, I'm not just saying that because like I love her with all my heart. Like she is my opposite in every way. Like where I am short, squat, and medium, she is tall, thin, and gorgeous. And, you know, she feels the same way that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it's also something that, you know, it's only skin deep.
0: Well, you're beautiful to me.
1: I know. And I appreciate that. <laughs> and you were among the top three hottest boys at borders. I, so. Yeah.
0: Top three. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah.
1: Well, there were some hot guys at borders <laughs> and it wasn't just my vote. All the people who worked there agreed. Like there yeah. was a poll that went around. <laughs> there were some hot people there and, and, my husband was in the top three and oh. that was when we were just friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. you've grown in estimation. You're not right. just, you're not just among the top three hottest boys at Borders. Right. Now you're the hottest. Right. In my heart. Yeah. yeah. I, love well, I love you. I love you. I love you.
0: All right. All right. So I think that was all we had to cover today.
1: That was all we had to cover today. All right. And fuck off with all that anyways.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, that was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that was our book club for today. And I'll be doing the weekly replay here in just a few minutes after I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully getting it out on today as well. And then we'll be back tomorrow with...
1: Second Chronicles chapter 11? Yes, Yes. that
0: is correct.
1: And then next weekend, we won't be doing book club. We'll be doing a Patreon. Correct. So So it's a couple weeks before
0: we get to the next one, man. Sorry, not sorry.
1: Right. I mean,
0: we for our own sanity here, we have to, like, we we get to the weekend and we're like, oh my God, we have like 19 million fucking podcasts to record. Yeah. So we had to just kind of...
1: We had to figure out what we're doing, and we we had really been neglecting the Patreon. We, we had, just had we have because it's not specifically scheduled; it's as we can fit it in. Yeah, and, and that's- we're
0: always like, "eh, we'll get to that sometime," and then it ends up being like a month and a half, and we're like, every single time, every single time we do a Patreon episode, we're like, "sorry, guys, oh, it's been a while." Yeah, so we're kind of sick of doing that, and we want to make it a regular thing because honestly, patrons out there, you guys. Help us out so much, and you're amazing. You guys are great fans. I mean, I just we just we felt like
1: we're giving you short shrift here. Yeah, and yeah, no, we we're want, trying to amend that.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, so it just feels like we're you, you know when we when we have our Patreon episodes, we're talking to some of our most interactive fans. Like they right. they reach out to us on there, they talk to us on Patreon, they let us know what they think of things. I mean, I I can't. You guys are really appreciated. So yeah, yeah, that's why we're doing this. Yes. And anyway, enough gushing about our patrons. I know, right? But, uh, but we're gonna we go love ahead. You guys. we do, that's, we
1: do. It's the truth. Yeah.
0: So but we're gonna sign off here for now and mm-hmm. we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey wife, I guess that's the end.
1: But husband, that's just sad.
0: It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D.
1: For D's nuts.
0: Oh my god.
1: Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using.
0: And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously.
1: Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.
0: Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.